Welcome to Lunch Duty Podcast, for teachers by teachers. This marks the end of Lunch Duty's fourth school year, and we're going to go out with our most frequent guests to the podcast, Carrie Gokimori and Kendall Wenicke, both graduating seniors from the school where I teach, Stone Ridge School of the Sacred Heart in Maryland. Friends of the podcast may remember Kendall and Carrie from four previous episodes, including As You Like It, Goat Scream, YouTube Break from the Grind, TikTok, Break from the Grind, and Dreaming of Sleep. If you heard any of these, you know you're in for a mix of humor and precocious wisdom from these two as they talk with me about how the COVID-19 pandemic seemed to hit senior year from nowhere and how they've adapted to the challenge of socially distant school and interaction with friends. This episode will also be uploaded to the StoryCorps webpage as an audio document that represents two young people's view of a significant historical event. This was recorded and edited before the implications of George Floyd's murder took their rightful place at the center of our national consciousness. Lunch Duty will be looking for appropriate ways to engage with the profoundly important implications of Black Lives Matter next season. So here we are, finding ourselves at a very strange past, the end of your senior year, in a situation that as recently as March 1st was probably unimaginable, right? And actually, I'm really curious to hear how you, from your perspective, would frame this, but Maybe start with uh, Carrie. What ha- what the heck happened in March? Oh my goodness! Well, the world exploded, Mister Woodard. Is what happened in March. <laughs> Let's see. March first, I was hanging out at the softball field, doing my regular business, and somewhere in the middle of the month, a pandemic hit. <laughs> you know, essentially. I mean, from my perspective as a student, my daily life was turned upside down, and. Now we are in quarantine, protecting ourselves, protecting others. Haven't been able to be at school since, what was it? April, sometime in April or all of, no, no, no. It was all of April, wasn't it? Yeah, my bad, my bad. Since since mid-March. So (laughs) there's a lot that's happened in March, I guess. (laughs) Kendall, do do you remember a distinct moment where it's like, wow, uh, where it dawned on you the extent to which this is going to shape your the rest of your senior year absolutely because i remember (laughs) it was so it was so weird the moment that it all sort of when they announced all of the social distancing procedures because there was a there was definitely a divide in the student body there was a half of the student body who was very much like oh my gosh we have a whole month of school off like i'm gonna i'm gonna sleep i'm gonna relax and then everything's gonna go back to normal we're gonna social distance and there was an other half and i think i was more a part of this other half that was like this could be incredibly detrimental because when we calculated the time by the time we got back we would have only had 28 days of senior year left which for the initial for the initial the initial um, return back on in the beginning of april right um and already we were sort of concerned about that of course now in retrospect that seems <laughs> like I, I would kill for 28 days i remember being very upset about that but i also remember there was sort of an air of like okay this could be this could be good. This could be fine. We're social distancing at school. But hey, we only live 15 minutes apart. I can just scoot on over to your house. We can do virtual classes online, like together. Yeah. And I remember just like we had plans until we got home. Um, <laughs> literally, until- literally, literally, we got home. We asked, we like asked around the house and it was like, um, no, 
No, no, you're you're not turning on the car for like a month and a half. You're stuck. Um, and that was definitely sort of the moment that everyone sort of went, oh, this is this is definitely going to affect us more than we thought it would. And especially, I think we had a we had an English class that day with Miss Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. And she said something to the effect, which it, it still rings true, I think, is she said, um, you know, I think the physical side of things, I'm glad that we're keeping everyone safe. But I think people are not are underestimating the uh, the mental health side of how this is going to affect all of you. Yeah. And, and we did, too. We did, too, to be fair, because there were a yeah. lot of people that had, you know, sort of a snow day mentality about it, you know. Yeah. And that very quickly turned into not <laughs> melted snow. <laughs> the snow melted fast. Back for their fifth and final interview as high school students and contributors to Lunch Duty Podcast, I have a couple of recurring guests who've given us some of our most insightful and interesting perspectives from the high school student point of view. And so I have for you. So could I just have you guys each introduce yourselves to associate your names with your voices for listeners? I'm Carrie Gokimori. Um, and I'm Kendall Winicky. <laughs> All right. Thank you. So delighted to have you back, complete with your sense of humor, I guess, undiminished by the uh, adversity we've been confronting. Okay. Doing our and best. So to loop back to the interview, and to get us back on an excellent track that we had going. Carrie, could you just ex- expand briefly on that transition from snow day mentality to like, this is real? Sure. Well, I remember very distinctly, um, it was a Thursday that the announcement was made that we were going to be staying home, but we were going to come back the next day on Friday to collect our things, you know, wrap up what we needed to wrap up at school, things like that. So after school, I think the email was sent out very soon after school like what right it was sent, it was sent after school wednesday and then oh, we came back thursday and we didn't have school on friday oh you're right you're right you're right so yes so wednesday right so that wednesday afternoon the day that the announcement was sent out that afternoon i had softball practice starting right at four and i think there was it was interesting that the energy felt very different for the seniors on the team and the upperclassmen on the team versus who were you know, fully understood what it meant to not, well, not fully, sure, but um, had more of an understanding of what it meant that we were going to be home for a while and probably for longer than we planned. You know, for us, that meant things like prom being canceled, likely, or postponed. That meant, you know, just certain ceremonies and traditions being postponed for that are special for the upperclassmen that happened later later in the year. But for the the underclassmen who, you know, were up at the field, they were really excited. They were like, we're going to you know, we get to stay home, sleep in a little bit. Um, it's going to be great. And, you know, just naturally in conversation, the, it was, it was almost a divide, but by the end of the conference, but by the end of the conversation, it was certainly a unanimous pull towards fear and disappointment as yeah. we sort of listed all the things that were going to be different and probably canceled and bad. So just really thinking about it, like if, even with just a moment's thought because the initial yeah. reaction you know is very exciting but with a moment's thought it became and then as Kendall said when we got home and our parents sort of brought down the hammer on what the expectations were going to be that's when it got not so much a snow day mentality yeah I think I had almost an identical experience because we were in heartfelt rehearsal at the time and we were planning for the multicultural day festival and also most of the members of heartfelt are in the spring musical Matilda. And if you'll remember from the fall, 
um, or if for the listeners who don't know, our fall play suffered like some kind of cancellation and some difficulties getting performances in. So the seniors didn't really get a full fall performance. And then everyone was like, oh my gosh, school's canceled. And I said, but doesn't that also mean that the musical's canceled, prom is most likely postponed and moved back? And it was that same sort of listing process. And the moment those words came out of my mouth, the mood entirely lowered and I felt so bad. Because um, there were some people who were excited, but the moment I said that, it, it was a moment's thought. And then people sort of realized that, especially now that the seniors had just sort of gotten past the college process, people were sort of receiving their results. And it, and we had literally just gotten out to lunch the last week. I think we all maybe got to go out to lunch once or twice. Yeah. And even, you know, expanding on that, like, getting home and fully understanding, oh, this isn't just a shame for Stone Ridge students who are, you know, and all high school students who are missing out on the fun things, but this is actually a really big worldwide death problem, you know? Um, And that hit more as, you know, our focus, obviously we get more and more news every day, but as our focus was sort of turned away from school, because school, I mean, is very distracting as a concept (laughs) from things going on outside in the world, especially (laughs) at Stone Ridge when so much of your attention is focused on so many different activities but as for me personally as you know there were more times for me to stop checking my email so much and start checking you know my news notifications on my phone and the headlines and that's when it got you know actually very scary because you know it was very much a friend thing until it began to affect us in a very real way i was just relating to my students and so this is a setup for a question i'm going to ask you guys down similar lines i was unaware of the extent to which the ritual of students entering my classroom and then the surprisingly predictable and ritualized way they leave the room at Stone mm-hmm. Ridge actually had meaning and, <laughs> and, and texture and was in its funny little neutral way a source of comfort. I had no idea. Yeah. It's just students leaving the room. They're getting yeah. on their backpacks, they're awkwardly, you know, bumping into each other because they're so darn big. <laughs> they're getting their phones off the rack and they're going out and they're saying thank you. That's all yeah, fine. Man, I totally miss that now. Yeah, because they they, yeah. they they like well, dematerialize, like they're being beamed away by Scotty on the Enterprise. <laughs> My question for you guys is: Have there have are there any things that you now realize in retrospect that you had totally taken for granted that you now kind of miss? Gosh, oh, absolutely. Well, it speaks to the just like the difference between at first they were calling it virtual school, and then I think they very quickly realized that virtual learning is not virtual school. Um, yeah. School is so many other factors. School is peer engagement. School is like involving yourself in all these extracurriculars, but it's also just like the act of being a community. But like even in just like a less serious light, like one of my favorite memories of high school was in your class, and I think Carrie probably knows what I'm going for, but. Um, <laughs> But um, Mr. Murray has an online time or has a has a timer that he likes to keep on the whiteboard. And I, Carrie and I, at the beginning of the class, Carrie says, what are the odds? Which, Mr. Woodard, if you weren't aware, we played what are the odds during your class quite, quite a bit. But she said, what are the odds that you put this desk timer on your desk, set it to five minutes, and when it goes off, leave the classroom? <laughs> <laughs> and... I, we set the timer and I had finished my micro quiz early. I turned it over. I wrote, um, I wrote Mr. Worldwide on the back of my paper. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I wrote the real Slim Shady. So yeah, sorry. I was Mr. Worldwide. Don't get interested. <laughs> and um, I set the timer and I go, oh, time to go. <laughs> and I open the door, walk out, 
and leave. And I don't know, Carrie can maybe fill in here as to what happened in the classroom, but I walked out of the room, grabbed some water and walked around the corner. <laughs> and you maybe want to fill in here. You just, well, Mr. Woodard, you just looked so befuddled, so confused. <laughs> and just, I, I think you... I think you locked her out. Is what <laughs> because I walked back around the corner and I'm walking towards the door and I see the, I see the blinds close and I see the door locked. <laughs> and so I sat down crisscross applesauce in front of the door and gave it a one, two, three knock. <laughs> and you peek through the shutters and just barely let me in. Well, but it's stuff like that. Yeah. It's just so much of, what I enjoy like I love Stone Ridge and I love learning at Stone Ridge and I love my teachers and classes that I take but so much and this is true too for you know everyone and I'm sure for teachers as well so much of it is that just the human interaction you know sitting next to my friend and whispering to her and you know paying attention most of the time (laughs) and it's just you know there was just such a ritual of what being to school you know when you asked the question Mr. Woodard my thoughts initially went to like just like walking across campus from my car in the morning and you know seeing the 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 maintenance staff you know riding around on the golf cart and the construction workers and just you know just hustling to class because it was cold you know because when we were at school it was still cold um but it's just you know the things like that and just the moments that are like just the everyday moments just the really um because there's it, you know, in a normal senior year, I assume I have I never had one, but, <laughs> you know, there's sort of a, a petering off point where you, you know, you, you're anticipating the last time that you're going to do those things. And, you know, for us, we, the last day, we didn't know was going to be the last day. And that's what I think has been really difficult. Because, um, you know, as a student, like, sure, I'll walk, I'll be at Stone Ridge again, and I'll walk from the parking lot to the building to come and visit my teachers and things like that. But, you know, I'm never going to be a student with my backpack, with my sweatpants on under my kilt, really cold, you know, (laughs) hustling across campus because I'm running a bit late. You know, that's never going to be me again. And I think that's what I really miss is the identity that I had with the daily rituals Mm -hmm. of being a Stone Ridge student. Of course, my friends, of course, my classes, things like that. But it was just, it, it, I, it's it was an identity that I don't have anymore. Yeah. And a really good example of that is that as as core group president, vice president, we planned Spirit Week in the beginning of March. Um, we already had all of our, ple- our our themes picked. We already knew what we were going to do. Um, for those who didn't know, uh, we were going to have a pliables truck. Yeah. Um, it was it was it was really going to be great and then we had to make that transition to online spirit week and as spirited as people did get and there were a lot of people who really put themselves into it yeah it's just it's just it's not the same the same with maybe like online assemblies which thank god for technology is maybe oh um like something that is coming out of this like i think there's a like a it's a definitely a double-edged sword on like going on twitter and they have an entire covid-19 tab that I can just read for hours full of, you know, horrible headlines. But also on the other end, if we didn't have technology and I wasn't able to keep in contact with people, I don't know where I'd even be mentally right now because like late night Zoom calls are basically the only thing keeping me going. Talk briefly about um, ways that high school students have improvised to remain connected. I, I, I think, sorry, go ahead, Kendall. Go you, go, you got it, you got it. 
Okay, well, what we do often, and what I know a lot of people have been doing is like watching movies together over over Zoom or over Google Meet and sharing the screen, that sort of thing. Because it's something that, you know, it's something that we would do normally if we were to hang out, you know, we'd probably just hang out and watch a movie. But, and it's, we try to replicate that as much as possible online, you know, and, and, and Netflix party came out recently, which I haven't tried, but I've heard a lot of great things about from a lot of different people. Um, so that's, that's something that we do a lot is, is get together and, and watch a movie. And I think part of what we, what is really nice about school is that it always gives you something to talk about. Whether you're complaining about a class that you're in or you're like excited for some kind of presentation, whatever's going on, there's always something to talk about. But yeah. being at home every day, you can't really call someone and ask someone how their day went because nothing happened. <laughs> so watching a movie or playing like an online game of Uno, those at least like a movie could give you talking material for the next three days. <laughs> if you just want to go online and watch interviews and send each other like information about the actors and the movies, um, that could, you know, you could talk about that for at least a week. You could stretch it. You could probably stretch it that thin. Okay. Two questions. And number one loops way back. And I, unfortunately I'm in league with these listeners, but what's a pliables truck? Pliable <laughs> is a, is a smoothie bowl chain. Um, I don't know if it's just a East coast thing, but it's, you know, the smoothie bowl and you get your, your granola and your fruit on it and your peanut butter drizzle, things like that. Um, there's a bunch um, in Montgomery County and they have a truck, you know, that they, you know, like just a, like an a, ice cream truck, but yeah. healthy, but yeah, but fruit bowls. Okay. And then back to the matter at hand, what kind of movie sort of is ideal for precisely this sort of communal viewing? I'm sure you guys are on this. Well, I think our movie interests may be different from other people's. We watch a lot of indie films. Um, I think I think one of interest um, that some people may have seen that like we tried to watch it with like a big friend group and it was very split down the middle. We tried to watch The Lobster, um, which it's an excellent film, but watching it over Netflix party is something else. Cause people are like, wait, does he want to be the lobster? And half the people are like, yes, he wants to be a lobster, which is very specific, but. Um, but then, you know, we watched Pirates of the Caribbean the other week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so all over the place. I had never seen. It's also giving me an opportunity to like see things I've never seen or to even just like read things I've never read. Like I love both little women movies, but I'd never read the book, which is crazy. So now I'm like halfway through and I started yesterday. So we've talked about things that we used to take for granted that we realized were part of the, the texture of a school day. You know, you guys have just outlined an awesome, you know, uh, strategy that students have landed on to stay in touch with each other, which actually I did not know about. I just, that's cool. I just learned something new about what you guys all do. Well, actually, can I ask you guys a really specific question? So I just figured out, I said goodbye for the last time to two of my three classes this year. It was their last class day. Mm -hmm. And only just now did I realize that, of course, they all have their cell phones and are texting during class. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, talk about that. What's, you know, you know go ahead. Oh, that. that is an everyday occurrence. <laughs> that is a nearly every class occurrence. Um, if you ever see a student, and I'm demonstrating now, but for the listeners, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm doing. 
um, I'm moving my laptop very close to me and I am tilting it upwards so that you can only see my eyes and my forehead so that you can send Snapchat videos back and forth of you talking, but no one can see your mouth moving. One of, yes. one of, one of my go-to moves is to um, put it in speaker mode so I'm not covering you know, the full grid and just taking my phone and putting it right on my laptop so that it looks like I'm looking at my laptop but I'm actually playing words with friends with Kendall. <laughs> during during um, class. Hmm. Well, Mr. Woodard, I'm a second semester senior and APs no. count for nothing this year. Um, it's a learn it's a learning experience. Um, yeah. playing word with words with friends. I feel that my vocabulary has increased playing mm. words like docs and uh baneful. So Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean I don't know why that didn't occur to me automatically, but it, I'm like, why are the students all laughing? What's so funny? <laughs> I don't think I've been in like a full class group chat. Mm -hmm. That could get pretty, that could get a little rowdy if, if, you know, the entire class is in a group chat. That's not so much. My move is definitely mostly listening to music is yeah, what I do. Listening class. to music. Um, oh. You know, not, 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 not too loud that I can hear both things going on at once. But, you know, sometimes you just have a song stuck in your head. I'm sure this happens to you, Mr. Woodard. You're in classes all day where you get a song stuck in your head and you just want to listen to it while you're teaching. I can listen while I'm, while I'm learning. There's some <laughs> excellent albums that are coming out soon. For example, Lady Gaga is putting out her album Chromatica mm -hmm. yep. soon. So I don't even know what I... I this isn't to be this isn't to be <laughs> disrespectful, but if Chromatica was out during classes, I might put that Google Meet on mute. <laughs> um, so thank God for her pushed release date. Um, otherwise, I probably would have failed all of my second semester classes. <laughs> Man. Um, uh, Which, but you know what? You know what else is sorry? Sorry. Um, you know what else is interesting about you mentioned APs, Carrie. Yeah is that a lot of colleges will not be looking at AP scores for the next round of college applicants. And I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong, that UC schools have all are now no longer accepting ACT or SAT scores for the next four years, That's correct. which is huge. Yeah, It's a really big deal, especially yeah. when there's already controversy over the ACT and SAT sort of not being correlated to how well a student will succeed, but more to how much time and effort and money they can put into preparing for the test. So I think yeah. this is just going to change the way we have to learn or that yeah. we are expected to learn. Which that's an awesome segue into a thing I was going to ask you guys about, and you kind of already answered my question, but yeah, could you guys just kick around thoughts on stuff that's never going to quite go back to the way it was before? Mm. Yeah. Well, I've, I've read articles that are saying like if you are able to work from home now, you probably you may never be required to go to an in-person office again, which I mean, I'm not in the workforce. I don't know how true that is, but I mean, I think I mean, I'm in no place to make broad predictions, but I think a lot more people are going to be working from home now, honestly. Mm -hmm. And I think that probably a lot more people are going to choose to for safety honestly well and carrie i'm sure you've seen stuff like this on twitter as well there's sort of a growing sentiment especially from people uh within 
the community of people who have physical disabilities that have prevented them to going to a traditional office setting, who have been told that they can't apply for a job because it has to be done in person and that they couldn't work from home. And now that everybody is working from home, they're sort of asking why they've been limited. And I think that's just sort of been applying all around. People are wondering um, how much that's going to change uh, the employment process um, as far as who they can accept, who they can't accept. But also, I think it's going to change. I think it's going to change just like everyday life. Like Carrie and I's main activity, one of the things we do is we go to a movie. Yeah. We go to a movie theater. But now I hop on iTunes and movies that were supposed to premiere in theaters are now premiering on iTunes for the price of a movie ticket. Yeah. And they're doing really well. I don't know if you heard about this. This is crazy. The movie Trolls World Tour 2 topped the iTunes charts where it would have totally been a box office flop if it had been in traditional movie theaters. But because so many people were at home with their kids, it it blew records out of the water for how much money Trolls 2 made on mm -hmm. iTunes. And it was number one for like a week. So I think... I think even like the movie industry, the TV industry is going to be affected. Yeah. Um, just anywhere where there's going to be like, I can't even imagine going to a movie theater, a traditional movie theater and sitting row by row next to tons of strangers. I don't know when that would possibly open up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And actually you're touching on something that I've, I've been thinking about. And we were talking before the interview about not just discussing negative things, but I, I guess some arguably silver linings. And mm -hmm. so for me, like the pace of life has slowed down. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I have to say there are things that are very pleasant about that fact. D does that connect with your experience and all that observation? Do you think that will linger past us? I hope it does, honestly. And that's a part of what's been really nice and really difficult at the same time. Cause you know, being a Stone Ridge student, especially a Stone Ridge student who does the amount of things that Kendall and I do, like going from, you know, such a go, 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 go all the time, five days a week, you know, to now being uber relaxed. <laughs> um, not so much, maybe not so much mentally, but just physically with what we're doing. Um, I think it it is, it's been a rough transition, but I think it is a really positive thing. Cause you know, I'm sitting outside in the sun reading books for like two hours a day. Mm -hmm. Who, when would I have done that otherwise, you know? Yeah, going to with my mom every day like that is so nice. Yeah, really it, it, it. Sorry, sorry. No, go ahead, go ahead. It definitely makes me think about the things that I actually want. Um, like of course, there's the day to day, the things that I think that I want. There's the things that I'm like, oh, you know, if I were to go down this career path, that's something that I could possibly want as a career path. But now I'm realizing, it only took this long and global pandemic to realize it but the things that i want are to be around the people that i love and to do the things that i want to do not in a detrimental or a naive way but in a i should spend more time like you said sitting out in the sun and reading a book and enjoying myself yeah. because who knows when i'm gonna have the time to do that again and maybe i should pursue something that will allow me to do that yeah yeah we we all end up swirl you know before the dispersal we're just like, I feel like we were all caught in this mutually reinforcing feedback loop of just incrementally and subtly increasingly frenetic activity. Yeah. And to have it so abruptly stopped 
you know, leaves you kind of like breathless and amazed, like, whoa, we were really flying around. I can't see myself transitioning back into normal society without picking up a lot of those things again or going yeah. into college and feeling like I need to like make up lost time. Um, because I do enjoy being busy, but I also now I've never experienced not being busy. And now that I have, I almost enjoy it as much. <laughs> <laughs> so, but there's no way to have both. So yeah. I think I'm, it, it's, I'm going to have to compromise somewhere. And I think that, I think that also depends on what our call, our transition to college will be like um, in the fall, whether we're in online classes, what we'll be able to be involved in, that kind of thing. So we've, we've been going about 30 minutes. This is great. This, but yeah. you, you guys are very, you're very good at like the, uh, the sort of meaningful sweeping, uh, you know, <laughs> statement of cosmic significance. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Rising seniors who I've, so this year's juniors who I've been just saying goodbye to, it's just dawning on them that they're about to become seniors. Mm-hmm. And, and I think the significance of that fact is, is hitting, hitting them. And it's more than just now we're the Queens. We're awesome. It's like, wow. <laughs> and they asked me for advice, but I think you guys are the ultimate fountainhead of wise advice to rising seniors, just in a, in a quick statement, you know, what, what would you say to rising seniors at, at Stone Ridge and maybe even the country over? I think the first thing that comes to mind is, don't wait to enjoy your senior year. I think that a lot of people spend their entire first semester saying, okay, we're going to get to second semester. And then that's when we're going to start enjoying ourselves. And that's especially a mentality that you have coming out of junior year where everyone tells you that it's going to be hell until you reach that second semester. And that absolutely does not have to be true. Um, I enjoyed so much of my first semester And I think that's because I allowed myself to. And I did see a lot of people who were just simply not allowing themselves to enjoy activities that they had because they said that they're going to save it for the second semester. And now they're in a very sticky situation where they have a lot of regrets about not having enjoyed a lot of what they had or a lot of what they could have had. Um, So just it's take every moment as it comes. I don't know. I feel like I'm not sure what I can say in a way that frames it differently than they'll hear from everyone who's been a high school senior. But I think something that was really important for me was to don't have expectations of what it will be. Um, I mean, have hopes, sure, but don't, I feel like I held senior year on some sort of pedestal for a long time sort of like 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 in the way that Kendall means as second semester sort of being the prize for for um getting through the the difficulties of first semester senior year and everything that's been difficult before that but I think I think yeah like Kendall said like find something to be grateful for every day find something in every day to enjoy because you know I I said this to Kendall a couple days ago and you know I've I believe it to be true like there I had sure I had bad days at Stone Ridge definitely like it was hard it being a Stone Ridge student is really hard it's a really difficult thing to do but there wasn't a single day that I didn't feel so much joy at some point you know mm-hmm. for being a student for having my friends there for for just the daily the daily things um but I think don't don't try to force yourself my message to seniors don't force yourself into, um, you know, sort of the cliche 
senior year, last ride. It's got to be big. It's got to be great. You know, just genuinely enjoy every day for the simplicity of it. Um, sure, like enjoy prom, enjoy the big things, but like you're going to miss walking across campus from your car. You're going to miss thanking your teachers at the end of every class. Like make it count because eventually one day in March, <laughs> you never know. Um, and for the adults, um, I think I also received this message from a lot of adults is that second semester senior year is going to be your last ride. And I've heard, I've seen it all over Facebook. I've seen it from like so many moms. Um, they're so sad that we're missing the second semester of our senior year because it was the best time of their lives. And maybe we should try to shift that from second semester senior year is going to be the best time of your life to just try to enjoy every day of every year because you never know when that's going to be cut short. Yeah, we're going to go out on that. Uh, that's <laughs> excellent. And that is Kendall Wenicke's and Carrie Gokimori's gift to posterity, wisdom that's unlikely to be exceeded any time in the near future that I'm going to listen to as the host of this podcast. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you, Mr. Wood. Thank you. All right. <laughs> Woo! Lunch Duty was produced and recorded at Stone Ridge School of the Sacred Heart, Bethesda, Maryland, a Catholic independent college preparatory school for girls grades 1 through 12, with a co-educational preschool, pre-kindergarten, and kindergarten, inspiring young women to lead and serve through lives of purpose that integrate faith, intellect, community, social action, and personal growth in an atmosphere of wise freedom. Sponsorship from SET, Strategic Ed Tech, Educational Technology and Innovation Consulting Services, Defining Industry Best Practices, Information at www.strategicedtech.com. Executive Producer, Ken Woodard. Creative Director, Irvie Morrison. Producers, Giovanna Basney, Tom Doyle, Sharon Kenny, and David Oppenheimer. Theme composed and recorded for lunch duty by Ray Ruskin. Credit roll music composed and performed by Luke Woodard. Think big, have fun, and keep teaching.